took a pregnancy test, boom, positive. What's up, y'all? You know I had to do something for the Tea Time family. I'm not a rapper, by the way. I'ma just try to sound cool. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is T. The C to the I-A I used to play Sega Dream back in my day Play your one cause my settings always on play The oldest sibling of my family I'm ready to rumble then proceed without fumble All you other cats are just like the giants in trouble Recorders speak some truth, dispel they lies Relax, sit back and chill cause it's tea time Peace, assalamu alaikum What's up everybody, it's Tia Tea Time Podcast You already know what it is I am here for another episode of Tea Time, the podcast. This is for all the millennials out there who are excited to be entre- entrepreneurs, who are excited to change the world, who like to bring positivity into people's lives, but you may be a little shy. This podcast is for you. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Just so you know, again, I am Tia, and let's get into it. This episode, I want to just dive into it. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I made an announcement on my social media that includes at least 4,000 people that I'm connected to, and I have made the announcement that I am, in fact, pregnant. Yes, I am. I am pregnant. What's up? I'm happily, healthily, energetically pregnant. Um, For the details, I am having a baby girl. I am currently six months pregnant, been a while, I'm into it, I'm deep, I'm finally showing the way a pregnant woman should show, (laughs) there's no way a pregnant woman should show, but I'm finally showing in a way that I'm, no, I'm not gaining weight, I'm pregnant, there's a bump, there's a bump, (laughs) it's not like I'm seeing anybody anyway, I'm still quarantining, we're still under this COVID-19 pandemic, but I am in fact pregnant i'm excited i'm happy i'm pregnant um but yeah i didn't plan this i didn't plan to be pregnant right now i really did not so i found out that i was pregnant in july and it was really just like oh i'm pregnant now what (laughs) so let's get into the story just so you know um today i'm not drinking tea while Podcasting, I'm actually drinking some water. Um, yeah, I'm drinking water while I'm podcasting, but I did have some raspberry leaf tea, which I've spoken about on the podcast this season before. Raspberry leaf tea is very good for people who are trying to conceive, people who are pregnant. Um, it is very good for your balanced nutrition, vitamin C, all of that. Um, but it's very good for pregnancy. My mom actually told me to drink it every day while I'm pregnant. She drank it every day while she was pregnant with me every day. But um, it is a very good tea um, for those expecting and want to be mothers out there. Um, it's very good for your just maternal health. So definitely check it out. It's good for your baby as well. So let's get into it, y'all. So this is July. And I'm realizing there's some changes going on in my body. I'm feeling like all up in my chest area that I'm going through puberty. Took a pregnancy test, boom, positive. 
took it with my um, closest friend. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Went to her house, took a pregnancy test. I've never done that before. Didn't know what to do. I mean, clearly, you just pee on the stick. But it was just kind of nerve-wracking to actually be in that position to where it's going to come out pregnant. I knew it would come out positive. Um, So that was kind of nerve-wracking. But shout out to my friend for being there and taking that step with me. All right. I'm pregnant. Now what? Yeah, that that's pretty much what it was. I took the pregnancy test and it was positive. I knew before I took the pregnancy test that there was a chance that I would be pregnant. I knew I probably was and I wasn't surprised when I got my positive results. In my mind, once I saw the positive result, I was just like, all right, what do I need to do to buckle down? So example of where I was at the time I found out I was pregnant, I was just in the process of taking severance from my job as a flight attendant um, in order to, you know, move on with my life. I never wanted to be a mother while I was a flight attendant because to me, that's just not a stable lifestyle to bring a child into this world with. Um, And I also did not want to have to fly while pregnant and submit my body and my baby while he or she she that's what i'm having is developing um i never wanted to submit my baby to the radiation and the the um, exposure that comes with flying that comes with being in an airplane every day that comes with eating airplane food that comes with having to microwave all of your food every day i don't want to I didn't want to expose the baby to that. So I, it was a blessing for me to be able to be taking severance while finding out that I actually, in fact, was pregnant. So that was going on. I was living at home. I had moved home at the end of 2019. I had moved home just so that I can pay off some debts that I had, pay off credit card debt, but pay off school debt. I can pay some of those down, save money. And it was like, I, I, as a flight attendant, I was flying around everywhere. I was either working all the time so that I can make the money in order to pay off the debt. And I was, uh, when I wasn't working, I was traveling frequently all the time for long periods of times, like weeks. Um, even if I was off for a weekend, I would go somewhere for a weekend. So I was never home. So I was like, cool, I might as well stop paying rent. And just move back in with my mom, move back in with my parents, and save money on rent while paying off this debt so I can meet my 2020 financial goals that I created, um, which I did. So thank God for that. Thank Allah. Um, But now I have the baby on the way. I'm pregnant. So I was like, okay, I'm living at home. I can't live at home and be pregnant. That is not going to fly with my parents. That is not going to fly with me. That's not going to fly for my autonomy. That's not going to fly with me and Matt. Um, So my first step, the first step I decided to take as a now expecting mother, somebody who knew that she was pregnant, the first step that I had to take was actually looking for a place to live. Um, So I had to start looking and searching for a place to live. I was planning on moving out of my mom's house anyway in December. Like that was my long term, um, my long term date to move out of my mom's house. I thought I would be out by then, but I actually was out uh, a little earlier, of course. Excuse me. I was out a little earlier um, and moved out by October since I found out that I was pregnant. 
Um, so I definitely, one thing my mom taught me growing up was that if I were to ever get pregnant, there cannot be two mothers in the house. Now, you know how parents say things, you know, I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. You know how parents always say those things and you're not sure if they're serious and da, 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 da. I didn't, we weren't going to have that fight. Me and my mother, when I told her that I was pregnant, I wanted to be able to first tell her that I have an apartment, looking for an apartment, and everything's taken care of. I'm not going to be living here for more than a month, um, and I'm pregnant. (laughs) So that was my first step. It was like, all right, I'm pregnant. Now where am I going to live? So I took care of that, um, settled on a place that I could live. Um, Yeah, that was the biggest thing. So the next part for me, I was pretty financially fluid, right? I'm pretty financially fluid. I had been working really hard all year before I took leave from my job. Um, And I was taking severance from my job, so I'm not working. But my next step was, what is my next step with work? I know I did not want to go back to being employee of somebody, but I knew I finally wanted to dive into my own personal business my own type of work and I needed to find a field and a career that fit me um so I started doing some research and then just in my life I was um at the moment I was involved in life coaching um and I went into like what life coaching is like I really love my life coach um and I really value the work that she did for me And I felt like I kind of did that work with people in my life just as a friend. Like, I'm the friend that everybody comes to for advice. I'm the friend that everybody wants to bounce ideas off of. I'm the friend that everyone um, thinks, like, you know, she's here for me to vent. She's here when I need help. She's here when I'm stuck. She'll give me some, you know, good help in order to get over that bump, that speed bump that's in my way. And, yeah, that's me. So... I started looking up life coaching because I had a life coach and I was reading the descriptions of it. And it's literally what I like. It coincides with what I believe my life's purpose is. So I was like, cool, bet life coaching. How do you get into this? How do you start a business? What kind of credentials do I need? What do I need to do? Da, 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 da. Life coaching field right now is a very fluid field. Um, it, It has a board, the ICF. Um, credentialing foundation for life coaching, but you do not have to be credentialed to call yourself a life coach nor to start a business. I think the rules might switch up depending on what state you live in, etc. So for me, I like school. I've been missing school, but I do not want to pay a $30,000 tuition for a degree that's not going to get me anything. So I decided to look up life coaching accreditation programs so that I could actually become an accredited life coach and be able to create my own business at the end of it. And I'll, I'll get the business coaching and everything needed through and in this in the program that I sign up for in order to become a life coach and to start my business. So. I currently um, am in a life coaching program. So that was kind of step two. Number one, after I found out I was pregnant, I was like, where the heck am I going to live? Because I can't live in my mom's house with a baby. So I I moved out of my mom's house. And then number two, I solidified my career. I joined a program in order to start life coach credentialing so that 
I can start my own business. And thank Allah, everything just like lined up, came into place. It was like, boom, you got it, girl. It's okay. And um, I can work from home as a life coach. Life coaching is mostly um, over the phone or over Zoom now that we have the Zoom technology. And that's pretty big. Um, So I can do that at home. I can be a stay-at-home mom, take care of my newborn, and um, rack up this this business of life coaching. Uh, So I'm very excited for that. That's something else that I started. The third thing, of course, was uh, just coming to terms with the fact that I am pregnant. I really had to come to terms with the fact that I'm pregnant. Um, As you all may know, I grew up Muslim. I'm still Muslim, Nation of Islam, and one thing for sure, just like Christianity, we're not supposed to have sex before marriage. We are not supposed to um, date in the Nation of Islam. We're not supposed to date. We uh, do a process that is called, um, why is my mind going blank? We do not date, we court. We have a process that's called courting. and we do that within the mosque so that it helps us to not fall into the the um, trap of, you know, having sex before marriage, the trap of just being with somebody for lust, being with somebody because they're cute or they have money. But with the process of courting, you kind of get like a, a chaperones or you get guidance, people who are married, people who are older. You get guidance from these people in order to properly choose a mate. And when you choose somebody to court, you are you meet publicly with that person and uh, the the minister or pastor um, of a church. Churches do this as well. They know that you two are courting and they're kind of they can chaperone. They can check in. They can check in with you and help that process to grow so that you two can figure out if you want to get married or not. Um, so it's, it's a structured dating. It's a, I wouldn't even say dating cause dating is kind of just playful. People don't necessarily have the end goal of it. So courting the huge difference about it is that the purpose of it is for marriage. The purpose of it, the two coming together know that they want to figure out, do they want to marry this person or not when it's done properly? And it's a, it's a family um, community involvement, not in the mates choosing each other, but you're coming together in the mindset that we're marrying two families, we're marrying two cultures, perhaps we're marrying um, two different people to become one. So it's a less selfish uh, process, and it's the idea of a chaperone in there as well. So I wasn't courting, no, I was dating. Um, so I got started talking to a man who I've known for years um we reconnected and we started talking and uh we got closer dating all of that so I was not courting I was dating um clearly having sex before marriage and like the third thing not third meaning in ranking the first thing that came to my mind was yeah wow I'm pregnant out of wedlock that's something that I never thought I would be involved in that's something that I never planned for or wanted um but of course I was involved in the activity for that to happen so for me the way that I handle life is that I'm living life 
I'm I'm deciding to do everything that I do, and everything that I do comes with a consequence, whether I like it or do not. Um, so, of course, this consequence of getting pregnant and having a baby girl on the way, it's a beautiful consequence. It's a beautiful thing. I may not have planned my daughter, but my daughter is not a mistake. And coming to terms with the fact that I am, am a Muslim woman, Nation of Islam, which is a strict upbringing, um, who is now having a child out of wedlock, I can I can just say that there's I had to take that up with Allah. I had to take that up with God. I couldn't walk around shameful or guilty about it because I have a child on the way. If I'm shameful or guilty about something that I've done while I'm growing my child, what kind of spirit am I putting into my child? That doesn't mean that I think I'm right in the actions that I committed. However, I had to quickly sit with myself, reflect, pray to Allah, ask for forgiveness and come to terms with that. And then share that with my partner, share that with my boyfriend so that he can understand from his perspective, because he is Christian, um, from his perspective, where I'm coming from, how I feel, um, so that he knows that we're, it's just out there. Both of our emotions are out there. Both of us know um, what kind of page that we're on. So both of us took it being um, pregnant together. Both of us took that as a blessing. Both of us were excited. And it was a blessing just to know that I could go to him with this and we could work together to become a family quicker than what we've planned to do. Um, like I, I said, I, I always had the plan for marriage. I am not somebody who just dates just to, you know, play around or this will be fun for the moment. I started with him. I told him, hey, look, I want to be married. Are you somebody who wants to be married in life? If not, you know, kudos to you. If so, we can grow together. We can talk um, and we can get to know each other to see if we can work out. Um, so we have been in a place where we were working out. We were great. So I knew that when I went to my partner, when I went to my boyfriend, that I wasn't he was going to be right there with me. And that's exactly what he did. And that's such a blessing. And I think it adds to the blessing of um, just having a child right now is no matter what I didn't plan this, no matter what happened, everything fell into place. Like <laughs> right now I am jobless. I'm unemployed. Um, I'm paying rent. I am in school. I am paying medical bills. All of this is happening, but I feel like I am exactly where I need to be. I feel like my daughter is exactly where she needs to be. I feel like me and Matthew are exactly where we need to be. Um, so it's, it's kind of funny, but it's also it's a beautiful experience to be becoming a mother right now during the coronavirus pandemic. It's a beautiful thing to be just exactly how I am right now as well. I'm optimistic. Um, and I was not optimistic before I learned about this. I was uh, kind of just moving. I was kind of just going, trying to figure out what I want to do with life. Flight attendant was a fun job, but it wasn't fulfilling me. It wasn't giving me anything um, except the ability to travel. That was dope. But it wasn't giving me anything um, in terms of my purpose. It was not helping me to fulfill my purpose being a flight attendant. And it was in a... The summer. The summer was just huge for me this year because I quit that job, found out that I was pregnant, 
moved back out of my mom's house. All of this stuff happened. Uh, went back to school. All of this is happening just within a few months. Um, so while for me becoming pregnant was not planned, for me becoming pregnant was not planned for for long term because I've always planned on being a mother. But I thought it would be, you know, I'm going to at 24, I'm going to get married. And then at 25, I'm going to have babies and I'm going to live happily for forever after. That is not what happened. That is not what is going to happen in most people's lives. Um, <laughs> but that the what is happening now is exactly where I need to be. Um, so there there's a lot that is still going into this pregnancy but I think at the at the forefront of everything when it comes to this pregnancy is faith. Throughout this entire thing, I've just had faith. Um, that's that's the word. And faith is so important because every single thing that we go through in life, we have no idea how it's going to result. We don't. We think we do as human beings. We think that we have all the answers. We think that one plus one equals two. We think that that is how our life works. One plus one equals two. And that's how it will always be. But that's not true. <laughs> At the forefront of everything in my life, what I know I've had to have, especially growing up the way that I did, is faith. I have had to have faith, which is the belief and the, not, not reliance, but the belief and the um, kind of assurance the belief, the assurance, and the confidence in the unseen. So I had to have, and I'm still having to have confidence in what I don't know. I have to have, even as just growing a child in my womb, I have no control besides what I put into my body, what is uh, on that womb. I have no control. <laughs> like, Allah, God, is completely in control of what is going on in my womb. Besides what I put into my body, I can help to assure that my child is going to be healthy. But I know stories of lots of mothers who are super healthy and may not have a successful um, pregnancy or may not have um, a child who is fully healthy. They may have health complications when they're born or during the pregnancy. So for me, in experiencing everything that I've experienced in 2020, I think a key word and I think a key concept throughout all of this year for everyone but especially just speaking specifically for my life is faith I've had to have faith confidence in the unseen belief in the unseen and it's just kind of letting go you can't hold on to everything if you're holding on tight to to something that you can grab hold of your hands aren't able to do anything else right if I'm holding just on to the things that I know will happen. If I'm holding on to the things that I know um, are safe, what am I really doing? <laughs> I'm not living. And none of us know exactly what's going to... Tomorrow Tomorrow's not promise. None of us know exactly what our fate is. None of us know exactly what is going to happen. So when we get news that is unexpected, when we get ideas that are that are unlike us when we get just um something that throws us off of the path that we we are setting and we set out for that's not a bad thing 
that can, that is the next development in your life and that's growth and the wonderful thing about growth is that it hurts <laughs> growth does not feel good all the time growth I, I don't think it ever does growth never feels good growth is painful this growing fetus this growing child in my body it doesn't feel good i'm heavy i don't sleep the same all of this stuff is happening it doesn't feel good but i'm creating life <laughs> and it's completely out of my control besides what i do for my body what is growing within me is completely out of my control i thought i was gonna have a boy <laughs> but i'm having a baby girl but i couldn't hold on to the concept of I want a boy, I want a boy, I want a boy. Because when I found out I had a baby girl, what, am I going to be upset now? No. <laughs> How can I be upset? We can have hopes and we can have the things that we do want, but we also have to hold on and stay, stay humble to the fact that we are not in control of anything. We're not. We're not. We're in control of what we do for us, for our bodies, but the results of what we do, we are not in control of that. I can feed myself the best foods in the world and still get sick. Am I going to be mad or just start eating fast food because of that? No, I'm going to continue. So that's truly what, like the idea of, wow, I'm pregnant, now what? <laughs> that's truly what it brought to me. Like I, I really just had to move out I had to walk with faith. I had to trailblaze a new path that I wasn't ready for. Um, but another blessing in, in this is that I found when I, uh, I just go deeper into sharing with people that I was pregnant, I, I didn't start this process on my own. <laughs> Number one, I had my partner. Number two, I had my friend who took the pregnancy test with me. She was there from the jump. I had my sister's who looked out for me, who was, I was able to tell, tell. I had my mother, who I thought was going to yell at me and, you know, shame me for what I had done, who was just happy and she was just in love with the fact that she has another grandchild that will soon be on this earth. She asked me some, you know, questions too. And, of course, marriage is definitely in the picture. However, she asked, she first showed love. <laughs> so... In me creating this, pro in me taking this process of becoming pregnant and having to deal with it and having to become a mother um, without the plan of becoming an, a mother um, right now, I had to rely on other people. And that was definitely a growing moment for me because I'm the type of person as a shy, introverted young woman who has, uh, I've suffered from betrayal in my past. We'll get into that in another episode. But as a young woman, the way that I am, I always just relied on myself. I didn't care about what other people were saying. Um, other people would tell me they have my back, they'll help me do this and that. I didn't trust that. I've never trusted that with anyone. <laughs> but in this process, I'm kind of just realizing that I've had to open up I've had to rely on people and I've had to share with people parts of me that maybe I wouldn't have been so open to share um, prior to becoming pregnant, prior to becoming an expectant mother. Um, so it's very, 
very exciting. This process that I'm going through now is very exciting. Becoming a mother right now. I'm so excited for my baby girl. Her name is Journey Lay, who is on the way. Um, her name mean, means rising sun and flower of hope. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited for my baby girl, for her to be here. I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful and grateful to Allah for my family who's been surrounding me, for my family who's been giving me advice, who's been helping me, for my friends who helped me with the registry, for my um, friend who helped me start this process, um, and everyone who's been reaching out just to share some love. I'm very excited. I'm very thankful. Shout out to you all. Um, and of especially just shout out to Allah God. Because <laughs> I'm very grateful for the fact that I've had such a, a smooth, healthy, nice pregnancy. Despite um, having to deal with, you know, going to the doctor. I was able to find a midwife. You know, I'm, you know, expecting to have a home birth. I am very excited. I'm very grateful. And I'm feeling great about life. <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in. I think some other topics I'm going to get into in the next few episodes are deciding on a home birth. I'm going to get into a unexpected result at a doctor visit. And I'm going to get into deepening the relationship with my partner. Um, those are some topics I think I'm going to get into next. Make sure you stay tuned for the next few episodes of Tea Time Podcast. I'm going to try to be more consistent in getting these episodes out to you every week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my voice. Thank you for allowing me to be a voice in your ear. I pray that everyone may have a blessed day. Peace. Assalamualaikum. Boom.